0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, For we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us, and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and you go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived, and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you? Who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? The gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord. O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You have a God. We sang praises to this God this morning, describing God as as indescribable. Uh, A God who is unsearchable. A God who holds all of creation in his hands. Who fashioned it all. That is your God. A God who is all powerful. And this all powerful. Indescribable. Unsearchable God delights to make himself available to you. Content not with the mere title of God, but to be called your Father in heaven. He delights to call you his child, you, a very own daughter, a son. Of God. What a gift this is. Jesus, the Son of God, was praying to his Father in heaven, and his disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. This was a thing to be expected of of Jewish rabbis that they would teach their disciples, to follow after them in even the minute details of life, but certainly in something as significant as prayer. How do we pray? When do we pray? In what manner? What words do we use? And and Jesus gives us this wonderful gift of this prayer, a model prayer for us. What we call the Lord's Prayer. Prayer. And he starts off this prayer with this wonderful word of address that that even as he, the only begotten son of the Father, calls God the Father, so he tells us, who are not the only begotten son of the Father, that we may address God As Father, that we can go to the all powerful, indescribable, unsearchable God and call Him Dad. Just as a loving child would approach their loving Father, fully trusting that that Father knows what is good for you and wants to give you good things. Jesus illustrates this again in the little stories that he shares after teaching the Lord's Prayer. And then he turns to the disciples. He says, look, you know how to give good gifts to kids. (laughs) If they ask you for an egg, you don't give them a, a scorpion instead. If they ask you for fish, you don't give them a snake. Right? You know how to do these things, and, and you're sinners. <laughs> you're not, you're not the, the, the perfect father in heaven. You're sinners. Yeah, you know how to do these things. How much more so will God who is all-powerful, indescribable, unsearchable, and good, give you good things, the things that are good for you. In fact, he says, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? In a way, he's pointing ahead to the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon those believers who are gathered in prayer in that room and they will speak in languages that they never studied and, and people will understand them and the word of God will be proclaimed and the church will grow. But he's also talking about you and me. And how the Holy Spirit comes upon us and and opens up to us God's word. Who makes known the unknowable God. Who reveals God to us through his word. So that when we hear it, we can respond in faith. Faith itself, a gift from the Holy Spirit given to us. Jesus says, you ask God for that? That is a a prayer God wants to answer. And that's the thing about this Lord's Prayer. As you go through, there is nothing that Jesus teaches us to pray that God doesn't want to give to you. And in fact, has not already given you. And, And will continue to give it to you. He teaches them and us to pray, Father, hallowed be your name. Lord God, our Father, may your name be holy. Now, God's name is holy without us having to pray it. But in teaching us to pray it, we are praying, God, may your name be holy among us. So that as we gather together in your name, may the things we do be holy, blameless, irreproachable. Now, How is that possible for us sinners? (laughs) Because the presence of the Holy Spirit who has been given to us, the grace shown to us, the mercy of Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, who died on the cross so that we might be called sons and daughters of God. When did this happen? For us, it happened right here. It happened on the cross, but it was delivered to us in holy baptism. When you were marked with the name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with the word and the water and the Holy Spirit was poured out upon you such that you truly are a son, a daughter, Of God. And you are truly sins forgiven, holy, a saint, a child of the kingdom. And so he teaches us to pray, Your kingdom come. God, your work be done here. A kingdom where you reign as Father, as all-powerful. May it come. Now, we know this this is going to happen even without our prayer. God is not going to let things just unravel because we're not praying for it. God's at work in the world bringing about his kingdom Saving people, bringing people into the kingdom, even without our prayer. But in this prayer, Jesus teaches us to pray your kingdom come so that we can see that God wants us to be a part of it. And as we pray, your kingdom come, we start to look for where it's coming about and we start to realize God's doing his work in and through us in our lives, in our very own homes and neighborhoods, places where God has planted us. Those are the places where God's kingdom is coming. We get to be a part of it. So we pray, your kingdom come. And then we turn to our needs. What do we need in life? There's a lot of things that we could pray for. Jesus says to pray, give us each day our daily bread. Each day. Just as the children of Israel in the wilderness were given manna from heaven, bread from heaven, for each day. And they were warned, don't go out and try to collect bread for the next day. Trust that God's going to provide it for them. Just take what you need for today. Jesus teaches us to pray, give us each day our daily bread. So this is a prayer he teaches us not to pray just once and check mark, but daily to be praying this prayer, the whole thing, but certainly for our daily bread. And we know that this is not just bread. Is what do you need? You need a lot of things. You need, you need food, sure, and water, a shelter. You, you need relationships. You need people, helpers. You need all kinds of stuff, and God knows better than you what you need. And indeed, he gives it to you. And Martin Luther says he gives it to all people. <laughs> right? The, the, the rains fall on the fields of the just and the unjust. This isn't about your deserving. this is about God's mercy. God's goodness. He delights to give you everything that you need. Now, sometimes as we consider our needs, we come up with a longer list than what God does. (laughs) It seems like that, doesn't it? But this this teaches us to trust in him. He who is all-powerful, indescribable, unsearchable, He knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows what we need. And he invites us each day, each moment of the day, to walk step by step, trusting in him and that he is good. And so he gives these illustrations. Suppose you have a friend uh, who... You know, you go to him and say, I have unexpected guests. Help me out. In this culture, it would have been unthinkable that that friend would deny you what you're asking. Hospitality was so huge. It would be a a, a black mark upon uh, not just uh, that neighbor, but upon the town so yeah, they're gonna get up out of bed. But in Jesus' illustration, the guy's hesitant and he's protesting, oh, come on, I just, I just laid down. Don't make me get up. But Jesus says, if you keep knocking, he'll get up because he knows what's at stake. His reputation's at stake. So he'll get up. He says, but you don't need to worry about that with God because God's not tired. God's not worn out. God has his ear tuned for you. He says, ask, seek, knock. God is ready at the door to give it to you. That is God's approach, his, his, uh, his stance toward you open, ready, and able. So he says, ask, seek, knock, trusting that God gives everything you need. And so having received this mercy, we can ask for mercy. We say, Father, forgive us when we fall short, when we sin, when we miss the mark, Forgive us and help us to also in our lives extend that mercy that we have received from you to those around us. Yes, mercy because they've done wrong to us. They don't deserve it just like we didn't deserve it. So Lord, help us to forgive them even as we have been forgiven. And do not bring us to the time of trial. Lead us not into temptation. Lord, temptations are going to come, but help us to stay strong, to stand firm, to remember that we are not just sinners who can do whatever they want, but that we, by your grace, by your mercy, are called children of God. We are heirs of your kingdom, God, so help us to remember that so when temptation comes knocking, we don't get up and answer the door. We remember whose we are. But at the price of Jesus' precious blood shed on the cross, claimed as his own, sealed by the Holy Spirit in holy baptism, and invited as ambassadors of your kingdom to be out in this world showing your love, your mercy, the grace of of an indescribable, unsearchable, all powerful, loving Father in heaven. Church, this week, I invite you to consider the goodness of God, consider all that He has done for you, consider Jesus' invitation and His teaching on prayer. Consider your own life and, and what, where God has placed you and, and, and the sphere of influence that God has given to you, those areas of the kingdom and the places where you can show that mercy that he has shown to you, to those who are around you. And know that everything you ask for in, in Jesus' name, he's he ready and able and wants to give you. Good gifts from a good God. In the name of Jesus, amen.